Hello and welcome to the Community Vault, a podcast where we discuss unlocking financial equity and justice with Community Works. Community Works is a nonprofit community development financial institution located in Greenville, South Carolina, but we do work all across South Carolina. I'm your host, Virginia Wilson, the communications manager here at Community Works. And it makes a really big difference for us if you subscribe to our podcasts and if you rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. And we also would really appreciate it if you shared this podcast with your friends, Um, whether it's posting it on social media or sending it to a couple people you know who are interested in community economic development. Thank you for joining us today. Hello, this is Anna Para. I am the Women's Business Center Program Director here at Community Works. And I am joined today by two incredible women. I'll start with uh, Sarah Carter. Sarah, can you introduce yourself? Yes, hello everyone. My name is Sarah Carter. I'm the coordinator at the Women's Business Center here at Community Works Carolina. Really excited to be here today. And Sarah and I are joined by one of our amazing clients I'm gonna use the word amazing a lot so (laughs) just just so you all know but uh, that client is Dion Sandiford Dion um, has been a client of Community Works and WEC for for several years now and Dion is the owner of a company called Corporate Stitch which we're gonna let her tell you all about Um, she has been taking this company through um, tremendous growth and has been just a joy to watch as far as innovation and the steps taken to um, get through the pandemic and also the steps taken to bring in creativity and her own joy into the business and we're just so excited to introduce her today to you and hear more about her story. Um, We're highlighting Dion during Global Entrepreneurship Week um, because She's an amazing entrepreneur. Um, so uh, thank you for joining us at this episode during Global Entrepreneurship Week. Thank you for joining the Women's Business Center. Thank you for joining Community Works. And Dion, thank you for being here. Can you tell us a little bit or a lot a bit more about yourself and Corporate Stitch, please? First, thank you, ladies. And as I was sitting here listening to you speak about me and introducing me, I'm like, who's that they're talking about? Is that me? Is that Dion? That's you, So well, I thank you very much for the opportunity to be here and to speak to both you and Sarah, so thank you. So yes, I am Dion, Dion Sandiford. My company is Corporate Stitch. And pretty much I am a sewing and embroidery company. And what I do is I take usually company logos and I digitize them and put them on apparel items. I also do screen printing so I can put your items on t-shirts as well. The sewing part of my business is I am, I think technically it's called a a sewing house or a cut and sew, where I sew behind the scenes for other companies, and out of respect I won't say those names because I'm the sewer for them. Mm -hmm. And I also have a a line of things that I do as as well. So I started out doing t-shirt quilts and memory quilts. Well, actually, that's not even true. Let me go back. I'm not sure how far back. Take it back a little bit more. Take it back all the way, Dion. We want to know how you got started. We want to know the whole story. Let's go back a little bit more. I am a transplant from New York. Mm -hmm. 
and we were talking about our backgrounds before we came on the, the air. I am of Caribbean descent and very proud of that. And when I relocated from New York here to South Carolina, and yes, this, I do consider this where I live, so don't try to send me back. <laughs> As often, you know, people say, go back to New York. Nope, you're stuck with me. So I worked several jobs, and I actually didn't fit in corporate sector here in South Carolina. And I had an unfortunate experience at one of the companies that I worked and a racial incident, and we won't harp on that too, too much. And I remember driving home and I said, okay, God, I call him G. I said, okay, G, we had this conversation before. This can't be my, my dash. You know how when you're born, you have your date, mm -hmm. and then you, when you leave this earth, you have that date, and that dash in the middle is how you lived your life. Mm -hmm. And I said, this place cannot be my dash. It just can't be. So I said, all you told me that I needed was a mustard seed of faith. So you got that. And I also got some sewing skills to go along with that. So make it happen, Captain. And that's actually how my business got started. Mm -hmm. I was doing, I've always did stuff on the side. I was, I've always had a side hustle. And I did home deck for people. And from the home deck, I did that for a minute. And then I decided, I don't think I want to go into people's homes and discuss drapes and stuff with them. It just, it didn't give me the excitement and joy that I was looking for, although it did give me some money. And then I decided, I'm like, okay, well then, don't ask me how I got into quilting, but I started doing t-shirt quilts and memory quilts. So I would take all of your old t-shirts or clothing from a loved one that's passed away, and I would create a beautiful quilt, or at least I thought they were beautiful. And I would also, from the clothing, make a teddy bear or turn the shirt into a pillow. And, and I struggled with that for a minute because I didn't want people to think that I was capitalizing on their sorrow until I met one lady, and I don't think she would be mad if I mentioned her name, Miss Jane King, and she said just the contrary. She says, you are giving me joy. Mm -hmm. She said, because you or allowing me to give to my grandson, her son had died. Mm. You're allowing me to give to my grandson a gift that he can always have from his father. And so there's never a dry eye in the house where I usually give somebody back a quilt and stuff. So I got a lot of joy from that. Didn't pay the bills though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, but the, the turn on and the excitement was just off the chain. So then I started to look around and see what else can, could I do. And we're gonna make this long story short. I was challenged by someone, and her name is Taryn Shear, and I know she, she would be okay if I dropped her name. Oh, but Sparkle. It does, I see, everybody knows Taryn, everybody knows her. So Taryn, if you're hearing this, everybody knows you, baby. And she said, you have to go, because I told her some of the things that I wanted to do, and I was still working, I mean, I still had a job. And she says, I'm going to challenge you to go to five places by yourself. You cannot take anyone with you. And you have to navigate the room. You have to network. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, Lord. So if anybody knows me, I am so not that person. I do not like to talk to folk. I don't like to 
work a room. I've learned to do it. Mm -hmm. It's not something that I'm going to volunteer to do because I'm very, very, I don't want to say I'm shy. I just don't like talking to people. <laughs> so You love them, but maybe don't like them. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so... But I have good customer service. I don't want people to think that. I, I, I do. I have learned to We can attest to that. that. We can attest yes, to that. Yes, I have overcome that. So what I did was I went to a couple of events. And one of the events that I went to was one highlighted by Nika White through the chamber mm -hmm. when they would have those events several years ago. Mm -hmm. And while there, I met a woman by the name of Louise Colonel. And I'm always mispronouncing her last name. So Louise from BMW. Mm -hmm. And I apologize, Louise, if you hear this, but I mispronounced your name. <laughs> and when she was talking to me, I'm looking at her, and I could not make the connection between my embroidery and BMW. And I'm looking at her, you know how the, the, the RCA dog, so I might be dating myself, and mm -hmm, like that. And so she said, no, Dion, she's like, Look, everyone has a logo. And so she says, I need you to come to the community, the supplier diversity event that they do every year. And anybody who's listening to this, you need to go to that. You, it is an excellent opportunity. And so I listened. And she says, I'm going to give you this book. Go through this book and identify some companies that you think you may want to talk to and do their logo. She says, it's going to be an investment on your part. So, but go through and do their, their logo and embroider it on something and give it out. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm still thinking, I'm like, okay. But of course, I mean, she said do it, so I do it. I'm a good steward. So, and what I did, I went and I actually did open the book and I did any mini money book. I'll be honest, I just did that. And then I went and looked at that company's logo. And if there was a logo that was quick or easy or just, just something that could really show my, my skills, I, I did it. So I think I did five to six logos and I digitized them and I stitched them out on, what did I use? Golf towels. Everybody plays golf. Right. Or the workout towels. So if you didn't right. play golf, you could use a towel for a workout. So I was okay with that. And so actually when I went to the event, I worked the room and introduced myself and I was received well by most people. I'm not gonna say all, but I was received well by most people. And so what, what happened from there, there were two companies that I was able to do work with. And I'm very proud to say, the Benoit Company and Benoit Logistics and Bahrain. Mm. And Benoit Logistics is, is a trucking company and Bahrain, they make fasteners. And they both took a chance on me. And I have been doing stuff for them for several years now. That's incredible. So that's been, so when people say, how did I get started? I had a bad experience at a job. Taryn kicked my butt and told me to go out and hustle. I met Louise, and then it started me on my journey. Who also, who, who Gave you an idea, but you also took that idea and put it the, into action, which, you know, requires the shoot spot to, <laughs> to go and, and do is to actually say, hey, I'm going to take something and I'm going to I'm going to do what I can to get to the next step. Yeah. 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 Speaking of, of the 
the next steps, you mentioned a couple of challenges that you had to empower yourself through, uh, and from what we can see today, have overcome that successfully. Um, what has helped you overcome some of those challenges you just shared with us? As growing as an entrepreneur and embracing, I, I am an entrepreneur. This is my business. It was, it was scary. I will tell you, my journey is filled with traces of God. And years ago, I used to always try to do the PC thing and be respectful. You didn't want to, you didn't know if a person believed in God or didn't, and you really shouldn't discuss job, I mean, God in the workplace or in professional settings. And then I said, nah, that's not going to work for me. I was like, that's not going to work for me. I said, because when I was driving home and tears were coming out of my eyes and I'm in the car with G and so God has really driven this. And so when I tell people, when people ask me to speak, I said, do you want me to tell a story about entrepreneurship or do you want me to tell my story? Because if you want me to tell a story, I'm very mindful that my audience may not have a belief that I do. If you ask me to tell my story, well then, hey, my story, you get it all, and you get the good, the bad, and the ugly, and you, and you get the good, the bad, and the ugly, and you get God with it. So when you ask me how I overcame, how I overcome things still, it's my faith and my hard work, mm -hmm. and my hard work comes through my, my faith. So it's still all tied back to, to that. But some of the more, I guess, concrete stuff that you're looking for for me to answer, you really need to surround yourself with good community. And just like I talked about uh, Taryn, she saw something in me and she challenged me. And I'm just glad I was smart enough to listen and, and do it. When I was struggling financially, and not to say that I'm not still, it's just struggles are different at different points in times. When I was really struggling financially and trying to figure out, well, how do I leave the company that, because I was still doing this and still working. Like I was, I'm not crazy. So, and to anybody who's listening to this, yes. Dion did not say to leave your job. <laughs> I did not. It was, it was a side hustle for a it while. It was a side hustle for a long minute. So, no, do not leave your, your job. Even if you don't like it, you, you pray your way through it or believe in a higher power or whatever you need to do. So, so while I was still working, I would go to anything, any place that had an event that talked about entrepreneurship or developing your business, I was attending. So if it was free or inexpensive, I was there. And so that led me to SCORE. That led me to you guys, Community Works. That led me to, there were some others that, I'm sorry that my brain don't remember, but those, those two really stood out. And, and one thing I will say about Greenville and South Carolina, there really is a genuine push and love for small business person. They're, that I, I can say that with confidence. Mm -hmm. And so I would attend all these different workshops from marketing to how to do stuff on a shoestring budget, how to network, how to work a room, everything that was available, I went to it. 
And, and you have to do the work. You have to put in the work. This is not when people say, you know, you're an entrepreneur and that's so good. And, you know, first of all, they think all of us make a lot of money. <laughs> not. You have to put in a lot of work before you get to the point where you can make a, a lot of money. And you, you, there's nothing you can't get behind or can't get away with not working hard. You have to put in the work. And you have to be smart enough to also know when you need to pivot, when you need to shift. You just have to, and again, that goes back to surrounding yourself with good, good community. So, and to plug Community Works, this place has been phenomenal. Now, I will tell you, Jonathan was not my first coach. Jonathan Marlin, one of our business yes. coaches here, yes. Nah, I will tell not you. Not our first coach. He's the best coach. <laughs> uh oh, don't tell our other coaches. <laughs> no, that doesn't speak to them. No, no, the coaches here are wonderful. Jonathan <laughs> just happens to be my coach. And when I finally got assigned to him, we just connected. And what I like about Jonathan is one, you can take anything to him. Which, I mean, I'm quite sure that speaks to all the coaches here. I mean, that doesn't right. make. Jonathan unique. I just think he's special because he's mine, so I'm claiming him. <laughs> he's unique. Yeah. He's special, for he, sure. He, he's special to me. And because when you're an entrepreneur, you can't separate a lot of stuff. So you deal with some of the, the personal issues that you go through. And what Jonathan was able to do is to help navigate through all of that muck and, and some tough love. Because I remember one time Jonathan said, Dion, we've had this conversation three times. Why can't you move? Why don't you know your numbers? You need to know your numbers. And, and so, but Community Works is definitely a great resource. So I will definitely promote that. And since I've been with Community Works for as long as I have, the addition of the Women Business Center, that's a new addition to since... Uh, I've been here. Right, we're, so, we're a year old. Yes, yeah, so you're a new kid on the block. We are. And just watching some of the programs and stuff that you have put out there, it's been excellent. So, because I've heard people come to you, even if they just have a concept, and the Women Business Center will help flesh that out. Yes. So, don't be afraid, people. You really need to do your homework and look to see what resources are available to you because you have your resources right here in Greenville, right here, Community Works. Everybody will reach out to you. Yeah, we're available to, the Women's Business Center is available to folks in Greenville and all of the upstate, Spartanburg, Anderson, Lawrence, 15 counties in the upstate and also Community Works is statewide. So um, for the other services for uh, loan and mortgage oh, assistance excellent. program. And um, so there are some, there's, there's a lot going on, um, and and we do have resources available, like Dion said. But what I love, Dion, about your story is that you have taken advantage of all the resources. If it's fine, <laughs> if it's not expensive, and, Dion was in the house. And to see what fits, too, because sometimes something's not going to work out for you, and sometimes it is, and it's going to be the right fit, like you and Jonathan. But I, I would love for you also to um, speak a little bit to your recent experience. Uh, was it oh, with yes. Greenville, is Greenville Starts? Greenville Starts. Yes. Please yes. tell us, which 
I'm just going to cut to the chase, but Dion won. <laughs> she was one of the winners. Um, Thank you so much, Charlotte. Okay. That was a, ooh, that was a lovely experience. Yes, but what, can you tell us a little bit about what Greenville Starts is oh. and your idea that won it all? Let me give you a little history on that one. Sure. That, that before I got to even Greenville Starts, I was going through another program, Fearless Leaders, and and that one is headed by Kathy McAfee. And again, another great resource and another wonderful lady. And I had the benefit of participating in her program. And also too, I have to make sure, and I'm not name dropping here, I just want to, well I am name dropping. <laughs> but the reason for that is, because I want people to see just what resources are here and what's available because through the chamber, through uh, Nika White, I participated in their MBA program, the Minority Accelerator, uh, Minority Business Accelerator Got program. Yep. And each one has had their own niche in helping me grow and develop. And those programs are really challenging, very supportive, and they care. So each thing that I participated in really, really helped me hone my, my skills. So I'm going to keep saying that. Surround yourself with community. And community, this doesn't mean your, your family. Surround yourself with people who are like-minded as, as you and who want to see you succeed. You have to put in the work. I'm gonna, that's another thing I'm going to keep telling you. You cannot get through this without putting in the work because you get out of it what you put into it. So with all of that said, one of the things that came up through Kathy's group, we, there was another guy in the group and he did, well, he would come into your space and organize you. Uh -huh. Professional and organizer? Well, not a professional organizer. It's more like logistic stuff and he... Because yeah, I need a professional yeah. organizer. Well, he probably, still, he probably still help you. And what he did, he came to my space and he helped me to become more efficient. Oh, like a systems person. Yeah, systems person. That's the word. Thank you. So he came into my space and <laughs> the only, your, your space is, is too cluttered, too messy. And so, in other words, he said pretty much just clean this stuff up. And, and he really helped me to get through the flow. Like from the moment of a package is delivered to your workspace, where does it go? What is the flow? How do you check it in? How do you unbox it? How do you embroider it? How do you make sure that you're not doing one customer stuff over? I mean, so he took me through that whole thing. Why am I sharing that? Because in cleaning up, I had two people visiting my facility and they said, D, what's this? And it was something that I had created years ago mm. that I just said, oh, nobody's gonna want this. Nobody's gonna like this. And what it was then and what it is, a much better design, is a cover for a mat. I would repair the mats for the daycare where I was attending church. And DHEC rules are if the mat, you know those sleeping mats that the kids sleep on? Right, yeah. If it gets a cut or a tear and you can see the fibers inside, you can no longer use that mat. And so those mats are expensive to replace. 
So I was repairing those for the church, for the daycare. And then I thought about, so what if I made a cover for it and that would help the mat wear longer so they wouldn't have to have me keep sewing them. And then I would hear stories about parents saying, I could never find a, a cover for the mat or the towel slides off or just, just complaining about it. And so I'm a sewer and I'm a quilter. And so there's this technique of this product in the quilt world called the quillow. And the quillow is a blanket that when you fold it up, it becomes a pillow. When you open it, it's a blanket. So I'm staring at this mat and I'm listening to the feedback that I'm getting from the church and the daycare and the kids and the parents and the ah. And so I made this cover. And it comes with a built-in blanket and a built-in pillow. Mm. And it's a sleeve. Wow. Now, it's already packaged, so nobody take my idea. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Tip number exactly. 20. <laughs> yourself. Yeah. Surround yourself with good community <laughs> and a good lawyer. <laughs> Amen. And, and so, when, and again, they made this years ago, and it just sat on a shelf. And then they said, you might want to revisit this, Dion. So, I took it off the shelf. I dusted it off. I upgraded it, updated it. And I went to see Jennifer Sutton, another name. And she's the owner of Brightco, and an excellent marketing company, plug, plug, plug. <laughs> and she said, Did you might be on to something. So she sent me to someone to talk to. And then I went back to her. And I will tell you, I'm not the only kid on the block with this product. Right. I'm another kid on the block with this product. And when I tell people, and when I was finally doing my pitch, and I'll get to that, I said, both Ben and & Jerry's and Briars make vanilla ice cream. And both companies, last time I checked, was doing very well. So if you live right and do right, the world will make space for you. And because at first I was not going to do anything with it, because I'm like, oh, somebody's doing this. But it's a, it, there's enough difference to it that I can compete. I can be in the, I can be in the ice cream shop just like everybody else. That's right. right. And, so, and I mean, I hadn't heard of it. Like, so obviously, this is, it's not inundating the market. Exactly. Like, you are, you, there's an opportunity there. There's an opportunity right. there. So, Jennifer sent me an email. She said, Dion, there's this program starting up called Greenville Starts. And this is the first year that they're doing this, this is the inaugural year. And she said, you might want to look into this because they do just what you're needing. They help an entrepreneur with a product or a service and see if it can be fleshed out to the point where it's marketable. She said, there's only one drawback. You have two days to get the application completed. And I'm like, okay, here we go again. Dion, it was a day short, and a, was it a day short and a dollar short? A day late and a dollar, a day late and a dollar short. So I, again, driving home, I'm like, okay, gee, here we go again. So I stayed up and I filled out the application and I just, and I prayed on it. I just said, if this is supposed to be for me, then it'll be for me. There's no but coming. I just want to make sure I say to people, you still got to do the work. Jennifer gave me an opportunity. She gave me the information. If I sat on it and didn't do the work and didn't fill the application, this wouldn't, I wouldn't be here with you talking about it. So please, people, when you're given an opportunity, work on it, do it, execute it, implement it, do what you need to do. So to speed this up, I went 
to Greenville, Greenville Starts, and it was a cohort of 25 amazing people. And from the 25, six were selected to pitch. I was blessed to be one of the six, and that's when we had the final, I guess, rah-rah downtown, and so I was on stage pitching with the six, well, five other, my uh, co five other cohorts, and I was blessed that I was one. They had they had three winners. You had two judge judge winners, and then you had one fan favorite. So from the two judges, I was one of the people that won. And I am so grateful. Congratulations. Yes, I'm so grateful from that. So again, Greenville Starts is another program. And each program, because everybody thinks, oh, she's she just program hopping. But each program has its own niche. So you just need to identify what program fits your needs and then go for it. And one thing I like about what you guys do is that you guys all talk to each other as well. Mm -hmm. So when you meet someone that may not be a good fit for you, you go, well, maybe you need to go talk to X person at Y program. Yes. I'm, so that's another reason that makes Greenville a wonderful place because of just the connectedness that each of these programs have. And as long as you guys continue to do that and don't act in isolation like your program is the only in the baddest, then you guys even grow because you have that connectedness to the other, to the other group. And so I want Greenville Start, so yay to me. And from that, so thank you. We're giving her a round of applause, <laughs> you can't hear it. <laughs> and then from that, someone heard about it and I was attending a conference in Atlanta and they said, Dion, and they said, Dion, would you come and speak at this conference? And I said, okay. So I was on a stage and I was speaking and what I didn't know, I didn't know that the keynote speaker is a woman by the name of Jamie Kerlima. Another name drop. Another name drop. <laughs> she probably won't hear this though. <laughs> because she, her story is fascinating. So if anyone wants to know her story, I will give her a wonderful, well-deserved plug. She wrote a book, Believe. And her story is she had a cosmetics company, IT Cosmetics. And so she tells her story and how she struggled. And she then was able to sell her company to L'Oreal for 1.2 billion with the wow. B. I'll say that one more time. Billion, 1.2 billion to L'Oreal. So so you, you met her at the Atlanta At the Atlanta conference. conference. And the reason why I'm focusing on her, because I got to speak before she came on stage. I did not know she was in the audience. I just knew she was the keynote speaker. Right. So when I got up there and I was telling my story, and I was very honest. I mean, and people think, oh, do you speak well? I'm like, I have now verb agreement, but as far as being comfortable <laughs> on stage, that is so not me. And so I'm doing that, and... Then she gets up, and this lady blessed me with 
$10,000 of orders mm-hmm. for my cover to be distributed to daycare centers and shelters of my choosing. Oh, wow. So when I tell you I lost all cool points, I don't cry in public. I think I might have shed a tear on that one. And not only did she bless me with that, she then came back because there was a sales pitch to also participate in Rachel Luna's mastermind group. And Rachel Luna is another fabulous, wonderful lady. Wow. And she has so If you're not listening to this with a notebook, <laughs> you need to go get a note. It's a little late, but you need to get a notebook and write down every name that Dion's Exactly. Because none of these, I mean, all of these women are just wonderful and great. Well, she has a group called Faith Activated. And she teaches journaling, but it's not just journaling. You know, when you were a young girl, you, you kept a diary. Well, this is a diary on steroids. Mm. And so you, because keeping a diary and keeping a journal are two different things. And then when you, and we don't have enough time to discuss that. But if you join Faith Activators, you will get it. <laughs> and then from journaling, is journaling to manifestation though. And you gotta, please don't cut this out when I, this, this part, please don't cut this out. I did not have the money to join her mastermind group. And, but I knew I had the $5,000. And I said, if they didn't cash this until I got back to Greenville, I could make my first payment. Well, of course, and if anybody knows Rachel, she ran that check right there in my credit card. So of course it was the client. And so I went back into the room and I wrote down in my journal, God, I just signed on to pay Rachel Luna all this money to do her mastermind group. Can you please send me the remaining payments in one to two months? Jamie Kralima got up on that stage and said, not only am I gonna bless Dion with $10,000 worth of her covers, I'm going to pay for her to get into Rachel Luna's mastermind class. So when people say, Dee, how did you do it? I cannot do this without faith. I cannot. I don't see how people do. And for those of you who have done it, it's okay. We don't have to have that conversation. Please surround yourself with good community. Please be obedient. Please be obedient. I don't even know what to tell you after that because now this just happened, what, October 17th, which was just a couple of weeks ago because Greenville starts, that was October 7th. So the month of October has been a roller coaster <laughs> for me. And so all that to say to wrap this all up is now I'm at the point where I'm back here. I have the lawyer. I'm looking for mass production. And there you go. And that's my story. That is a wonderful story. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. I cannot close without finding out how do you wind down what do you do for self-care or, or fun as a woman-owned business, as an entrepreneur, as a busy person, and with all of these new opportunities coming in your way uh, and presenting themselves in a positive way, how do you make some time or carve out some time for you, for self-care, self-love? I didn't, and I paid the price for that. And so 
when you said you were going to ask me that question, I said, I'm just going to tell the truth. When I didn't do anything for me, and I just worked, 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 I would wake up early, go to bed late, and I burnt out. And you pay the price for that. So now my self-care, and I've always had this, I am obsessed with my fingernails. Yay. I am obsessed. I love it. And, <laughs> and they look good, let me tell you. <laughs> whether I had money, didn't have money, somehow I managed to always have enough money to get my nails done. Mm. And I will not tell you how I was able to pull this off during COVID. That's my secret. But <laughs> my nails are always done. Always done. Yeah. And so I guess my self-care is at least... And I don't even look at that as self-care, and I guess because I sew and I do embroidery, I just couldn't look at ugly nails. I couldn't look at ugly hands. So to me, it's, to me, it's, it's part of my job. So I do now, being in the different groups, I've learned the importance of self-care. So my answer to that question is find time to give yourself self-care. If it's just reading a book, if it's just watching mindless TV or educational, anything, Whatever is important to you, do that. Because doing all the work and, and not finding time for yourself. When people say you can't pour from an empty cup, I didn't realize just how important a statement that is. So when you go on your entrepreneurial journey, build in self-care time. Well said. Well said. Dan, I think... You've given us so many good nuggets. I think not only when we're looking at self-care and we're also talking about your faith, I mean, that plays a part in it. Um, I think it's important to pick one thing that you really love to stay up on, including your nails or whatever it is, and, and, and not um, thinking that that's, that that's silly or that that's not necessary because it's important to you. So I, I appreciate you talking about that because I, one, your nails look fabulous. And, and they're real. And they're real. Your nails fake and they want to grab my nails. I'm like, you want to get punched. <laughs> You're going to just see what these nails can do. They are real. But I, um, I love that answer, but I also have so enjoyed hearing all of these other nuggets that you've shared with us because I know we had some questions about and you addressed all of them about tips for new business owners uh, and I, I think it's really important that people hear about not just the faith that you've had but also um, like you said the hard work but also the opportunity so mixing taking all of those combining the opportunities that were put that that you sought out it's not necessarily yes you dropped all these names and one day one day i will sarah and i will be in a room and be like Dion sandiford you know that we worked with and, and we were dropping your name um but being able to 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 take those opportunities and be proactive and put it in the work is just so important i mean you, you might get the opportunity but then you push something aside or you might get the opportunity and you might say i don't deserve that but knowing that you with your faith and understanding that 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 was could be a part of of the the dash i love that um it's just so important to understand so i, I so appreciate your story and i think that there it, it has there's so much interwoven in there ha huh, that's a pun um <laughs> that um that we that an entrepreneur can take 
with them and your entrepreneurial story is just so inspiring. So we really appreciate you sharing that with us today. Well, thank you so much. Jenny. Thank you. Thank you for allowing us to be a part of your dash. Oh, hey, how about that? That's nice. And someone told me, I said, are there any pointers? So this is my first podcast. And they said, do you make sure you let people know where they can find you? So I'm supposed to do that. Yes. So absolutely. where can people find you, yeah. Dion? I will tell you my cozy cover, which is the name of it, is still in production. If you reach out to me at Dion at CorporateStitch.com, Dion at CorporateStitch.com, I will soon have a link there that people can find out about it as well. And that's D I O N N E at CorporateStitch.com. Yes, ma'am. Okay. This has been so great, ladies. I wasn't sure how this was going to go. This is my first podcast. So thank you so much for creating a comfortable environment as well. I'm telling Community Works and the Women's Business Center, you guys can't go wrong. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Dion. And thank thank you all for listening and Sarah for joining us today as well. Thank you, Sarah. You're welcome.